been three and a half years in Salem, and I have to confess, this is the first time uh, I did not write a sermon in advance. And um, I, it's not because I was being lazy, I promise you that. Uh, I've read a lot about these texts, learned a lot about the Daniel texts, um, including, once again, being able to say Antiochus the Fourth Epiphanes, uh, which I haven't been able to say since seminary, so it made me feel... Like, I really earned that master's degree. Um, it's been a rough couple of weeks. We saw uh, the events that happened around the world preached about last week, and, and that was tough. It was, uh, Paris was especially tough. Um, you know, my wife and I had been to Paris, and, and we loved it. Um, we were welcomed by the people there and went to all the wonderful spots, and, um, you know, I, I mean, I can't stress enough, the, the folks we met bucked every single stereotype of the snotty Parisian, and um, to think that some of them might have passed is, is difficult. And then to see the world's response, of course, calling to mind um, a mentality that I saw was prevalent after September 11th, now once again rearing its ugly head, um, was tough, and I... We'll be getting off social media this week for my own personal health. Um, and on top of all of that, uh, I had a college friend um, who I was, was close to, lived in Fells Point. You know, I was at QN Sippancy. And, you know, one of those people who you always say that you're going to uh, see all the time and spend time with and, and this and that. And, uh, you know, you're always busy. It happens. But uh, he died. And... Um, I haven't really had the time to mourn him because uh, I've been working, getting ready for the holiday kickoff, which um, you know, a lot of great people in this congregation invested their own time, talents, and treasures into. Um, so it's been a rough two weeks, and the, the best preaching advice I've ever received um, was uh, from a guy who once told me to be yourself on the pulpit. You, you can't, how can you be fake there if you can't be fake anywhere? Now, I will confess to you, there have been times when I've written sermons uh, off the cuff. I've, I've just thrown a lot, the, I've just tried to get through it. You know, I, I've thrown a lot of theology at you and uh, hope that the God is love stuff sticks. Um, and, uh, you know, some are better than others, like any job. But I just really could not, could not think of a way where I could fake away through the sermon. In any sermon I've preached, good or bad, I've always tried to be honest with you all and genuine. Um, and again, some are better than others, but there's just no way I could do that this week. <laughs> just every time I sat down, I, it's just words failed. And it's probably a combination of, of parental exhaustion from someone who's sleeping over there. Uh, it's... Uh, Probably a combination of just work exhaustion um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of maybe some spiritual exhaustion. I don't know. Um, These past weeks haven't affected my faith. My faith has been fine. But, yeah, so all to say, um, I couldn't think of a good way to approach this text, these texts, which is disappointing because Christ in our, Christ in our, yeah, Christ the King is... uh, is a really good Sunday. It's a really good Sunday for text. It's a really good Sunday for theology. It presents some really challenging images for us as we consider who this person, Jesus, is. 
So all I really have for you today, um, and again, not out of laziness, not out of spite, not out of anything besides just exhaustion and frustration and a need to, to, to deprogram, all I really have for you today is um, what's got me through these last two weeks uh, is, is that understanding of a God who is loving and caring and faithful and forgiving. You know, so secret, uh, this weekend didn't go, definitely did not go as we hoped, um, as far as the holiday kickoff was concerned, and uh, that's frustrating. Um, but I, I've learned a long time ago when things haven't worked out in ministry to be thankful, and I do not believe, and I've told this to people many times, uh, nothing gets done in vain. Um, so the people who... You know, we're all tired today, uh, but for those who volunteered their time, talents, and treasures, I mean, you guys were great, and you deserve every accolade you can get, and I just hope and pray tonight that accolade involves much uh, sleep and rest. Um, I, you know, I I could be upset about a lot of things, but I'm, I have my son to go home to, I, and it still just kills me that the Last time I saw Chris was not not the Chris that we know, but my friend who passed. Uh, last time I saw him, he was holding Kewen, and it's just a reminder of the cycle of death and new life. And I'm just thankful that I have someone to come home to, that I don't have to bear the burden of my friend's, the grief I feel for my friend alone. Um, I'm thankful for everyone in this room. We might be small today. Um, but a lot of people in here, uh, no matter what, um, you guys care for this church. And the people who aren't here today, who are traveling, who are tired, who are sick, who are recovering from illness, they care for this church. I mean, you know, we all, we all kind of, I know Connie drives us all nuts, and, you know, we give her grief sometimes. I mean, this is a woman who now can no longer drive from Parkville, and she drives right through the city to get here. She schedules a car when she can uh, and climbs those awful steps. I mean, I love the beautiful carved steps, but just it, it, it causes her so much pain. She does it so she can be here because she loves this church. I mean, how can you not be thankful for that? And how can you not be thankful for, you know, um, everyone in here who makes the effort to come, who bears this God-awful parking, you know, who, who wakes up and, and um, says, yeah, I'm tired. You know, I got up at 6 in the morning, Monday through Friday. But, but I see God in this church. How can you not be thankful? Um, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. I, you know, in this, in this difficult time, it's just very important to be thankful for what you have. And so as I consider Christ the King, I just... I, can't help but go back, and this is kind of maybe my own exhaustion or theological laziness, but I can't help but go back to the Imago Dei, to the image of God. And, and thinking about what that means for us is just believing that Jesus, the love of Christ, is within each and every person in here. And knowing that, you know, you all are going through stuff as well. I'm sure, you know, I'm up here telling my sob story. I'm sure those of you who volunteered this weekend, you were going through your own stuff, but you were there. Uh, or those of you who are going through stuff, you're here today. 
Um, and, and I see Christ in you. And that's a kingdom. And that kingdom doesn't always have to go according to plan. And that kingdom doesn't always have to make the most money. And that kingdom doesn't always have to, you know, like do the right thing, be this shining, whatever, this great, awesome, packed as hell's church. Uh, this kingdom's not about that. And God's kingdom's never been about that. I mean, Daniel just wants a moment of comfort. Revelation, just the people just want to be reminded that through the persecution from the Romans that something better is coming. And Jesus, I mean, his kingdom's a failure. He's about to die. There's no glory in that. There's nothing good about dying in the way that Jesus did. I mean, just if you, if you remove the salvific aspect of it, there, there's nothing, nothing worth celebrating. And yet we cling to that death and we cling to the resurrection because we're reminded that's where God's kingdom is. It's not one of success. Paul writes that the cross is foolishness. I mean, it just, it's not a triumph. But that's, that's Christ the King for us. It's not always in things that work perfectly. It's not always in the good times. It's not always in, you know, whatever, when we have a packed worship. But it's in you. It's for you. And it's for all of us. And we're in it together. And whatever happened this weekend, whatever has happened in these last few weeks, you know, I, I realize that we are a church united and we are united in Christ. And I give thanks for that. So I, I apologize for making this more personal than I should have. I, I really didn't mean to do that. And, um, but I felt I needed a moment of honesty. Um, and, um, you know, as I said, I learned a long time ago, you cannot be fake here. Uh, so thank you for indulging me. And the most important thing for all of us to remember is throughout what we go through throughout this week, because it will be a week certainly of joy, but also of grief, um, as we remember those who have passed. Uh, holidays are never easy for that. Um, as we continue forward in this ministry, whatever works and whatever doesn't work, ministry gets done because we do worship and we believe in Christ the King who gave his life for us and rose on the third day so that we may have eternal life. It's not the king we necessarily want, but it's the king that we get. And all I could say to that is, thanks be to God. Amen.